Hello and welcome to the Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour podcast. How are you? I'm here with Gilly After. I'm in, I'm in South Africa. You are in South Africa. You're in South welcome. Africa. Hang welcome. on. I don't. Like, give me one more time. Talk one more time. Cool. Can you hear me? Yes, I can oh, hear you. Sorry, I, I was. Uh, it's technical difficulty on my on my end. I, I tried to travel light, and I brought all and I brought some of the wrong stuff. So you are you are indeed live on the podcast. Uh, this is great. Thank you for thank you for doing this. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, we're here at Poppy's. Thank you. This I is like, fun. I feel like we need to shout them out. We're at Poppy's. Tell me what you know about. We are at Poppy's. Poppy's is an establishment in Melville in Johannesburg, and we do an kind of an open mic, free comedy night here every Monday. Well, what's the? Why do you call it kind of an open mic? Because last night well, you were here last <laughs> night. <laughs> I was here last night. Yeah, and there's there were no no real. I suppose I don't know what you call an open micer. Like there wasn't anyone who's doing it for the first time. Okay. The the least amount of experience l- here last night was a year. Yeah. So would they would they have let a stranger? Yeah, get yeah. On? They okay. would have. I so think. it's open. So well, open. I think so. You would have had to be in touch with Prince ahead or Gavin ahead of time. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think you could really show up and so then get on. it's a booked mic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, we don't even have all those terms here. I pulled all my, st- I pulled every string I had to to get on the. Well, you don't need those terms. You guys are such a a, a fresh, and I don't want to say miniature, but you're yeah, small yeah, enough of a scene that everybody kind of knows each other. So it's like there's not all these outsiders trying to break in as, as much as. It yeah, is. it's very small. When I started, I was like, "What's the next gig? Oh, talk to this guy. Talk yeah. to the guy. Get yeah. the gig. What's the next gig? Talk to that guy. Get the gig." It didn't take long at all. Yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I mean, somehow I booked shit 11 gigs on the way out here and then people were like we'll get you some stuff when you get here and i like, I didn't have a lot of faith but uh i have a show almost every day this week yeah so it's, great. it's actually pretty it's pretty fantastic i think we also like accommodate foreigners as much as possible yeah um because it's uh for i, I suspect for a number of reasons one it's it makes the show interesting yeah. wherever you are and also it means that whoever's doing the show has now has a connection right somewhere right else. sure yeah and it's well, a there network was that uh, that's th- there was an interesting moment because uh, um when I first did Goliath and Goliath on Friday, there was like there was sort of like a standoffishness for all the all the other comics and the people that like kind of have have the answers and know where I should go. And they like kind of waited till I got on stage, <laughs> saw what happened, <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 come do more stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely come do more stuff." <laughs> That's but great. But was like that second where they were like. It's I don't good. Know. It's good. You want some skepticism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. You want to come in as an underdog. You that's don't want funny. people just like letting anybody on. Yeah, that's you wa- true. You want them yeah. to judge you on your merits. Yeah, I told Jason Goliath, I was like, I it's so it's so incredible here. I the my natural instinct is to tell everyone, and then my immediate instinct to follow up is to tell no one. What do you mean? Don't tell like everyone in terms everybody of who? in New York. Like ah. Tell everybody that I've ever met in comedy that's to like funny. come to South Africa, and then the other instinct is don't do that because then they'll all come here and then I won't be able to come back. Um, they'll be like, ah, dude, we're booked through like 2020. And I'm like, uh, well, um, we've got this guy, uh, quite a well-known comedian who yeah. went to New York and told everyone and we still, we're still okay. His yeah. name's Trevor Noah. I yeah. Think. But, I think, okay, uh, but he's, I think he'll but be he, okay. No, but he's telling people like, oh, I'm from there. And oh yeah, he's not saying go. It's yeah, a he's, yeah, he's, well, he's saying from. He's saying I'm from there, yeah. and it's cool, and ever, and they're like, and like, oh yeah, yeah, there's comedy there, and then everybody's like, well, he's just saying that. Right, right, right. So fair, that, fair. But then okay. if I go, and then, then it's like, yeah, that's okay. I come back, and I'm like, dude, it's the best guy. Because here's what I here's the reason I wanted to come. The fact that your scene is only 30 years old is super exciting. I don't, I don't, I ha- I didn't get to have that experience in the United States. The, the, when I got into the scene, it was you know it's 60, 70 in. years old. Right. Uh, so this is for me like going and playing the 1980s. Right. In New York City, this is and and it feels that way. It feels like that. I Crowds was um, are exciting. I was. It's it's, good, it's interesting to hear because I was um 
on like an interview panel yesterday and there was a comedian, um, his name's Long John and he's from Zimbabwe. And he was like, it's, you know, in Zimbabwe, like there's no comedy scene. Like it was so great to come to South Africa to this like long established scene. And we were, I was just like, what established yeah. scene? You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> like really look at where we are. No, this you is know? great. I, that's what everybody, everybody was trying to apologize last night for Poppy. Oh, really? I was like, I was like, guys, this is an open mic. Yeah, yeah, no, I, d I don't think for what it is, it's wrong. It's yeah, right, this but, is every, this is but an it doesn't get much country, more yeah. developed than this. You yeah. know, it's not like we've only got one or two, like proper comedy clubs. Yeah, we got two. We got yeah. two in South Africa. Yeah, two. Well, so I heard. Yeah. Well, so what I saw was the Goliath Comedy Club, which was fantastic, and then they run a Sunday later. Well, so I came in yes. a, at an interesting time. I came at a sort of a slow time, but they run a Sunday, and. Basically, everybody, without hesitation, without joke, with with seriousness in their eyes, just go. It's the best comedy. Yeah, club that's the one in the, in art. Yeah, but it's because it has all the right elements to it. Mm -hmm. One, it's a theater. It's a okay. tiny theater. Yeah. So it's a, it's got all the the trappings of a theater, but also it's intimate. Yeah. So there's that, which is great for comedy. Sure. Um. And it's it now has an established name. Yeah. So it al almost always has an audience. Yeah, those guys, man. All you guys. So I don't know. I guess I don't, I don't know the level. You never know the level of hierarchy. I have another podcast. It's, yeah. it's, it's with porn stars. And I only bring this up because I went to a conference. So I would interview porn stars. And I don't know where they are in the industry. I just know what I see on TV, what I see on the Internet. That's great. Right? So you don't know <laughs> how when they walk through the room, other people look at them, whether they get respect or not. So it was really interesting to go to Exotica and see how these people are revered by the industry. Uh, so I had the same kind of experience here. I, I don't know the comedians here, whether they're good, bad, whether people respect them, whatever, whatever. Uh, but I was just hanging outside at, at Goliath Comedy Club, and a couple of the comics, they, like little kids would just walk up to them. And oh, right. Like, oh, can I take a picture with you? And I was like, oh, like I'm in like a thing. Like, this is a thing. Right, right, people right. People well, know who these people are. The thing is, it depends on certain things. Like, so they've been on TV. Mm -hmm. So in South Africa, to be famous, you have to be on TV. Yeah, you were on TV yesterday. Well, no, I wasn't really on TV because that show hasn't aired yet. Okay. So, so that's not TV yet. <laughs> okay. But if you're on TV... On I a, like on the a, distinction. It's not TV yet. TV, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, it was recorded. It <laughs> right. isn't yet on a channel. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. But if you're on the national broadcaster, that exposes you to the most amount okay. of people. And if you're not, it's very... Like, your fame is very limited yeah. unless you are on that broadcaster. Yeah. yeah. Or, so something, or something went... Does, or does, do things go crazy viral? They do, Does but it's happen? very rare. Yeah. And it requires a lot. It's not, it's hardly ever accidental. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's people who understand the medium and are working hard to work the medium. You Which know? Is, yeah, just like, just like, it, just like every, uh, everything and everywhere else. Yeah. So it's yeah. cool. Okay, wait. So um, it's just the tiniest little things throw, throw somebody off when they go to another country. They, they hear things that they don't know. You know, I, I was talking about the thing with the robots, whatever. But uh, so uh. I've never met anybody named Gilly. Is Gilly short for something? No, people ask me that a lot. Gilly okay. is an Israeli name. Okay. Yeah, and it's interesting that you're talking about being in another country is because um, I was, I'm, well, I'm Israeli, but born in South Africa okay. to Israeli parents. And uh, so I was now, just now there now. it's a very now. interesting time for you. Was it? Now it's a very interesting time with you, with with the Trump and the. I mean, the uh, the, it's I don't even know what to say about <laughs> anything about the world at all anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, I uh, I was watching the thing about Oprah running for president. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I didn't even see this. Yeah, thing. apparently she's thinking of seriously thinking of yeah. running for president. Well, she's, she's she's like our guy. Like you know, yeah. I, mean, I don't know how to otherwise. Yeah. Put, I don't know. How to, I was trying to yeah. think of a way to say it, but like, if somebody can do she's it. She's like the 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 version. The, the best version of the Trump thing, right? Yeah. A rea a technically sure. a TV star. Sure. But but she you was know? also, she was a journalist with integrity. Yes, at, yes. At one point. 
at yes, one point. But integrity is the thing that you associate with her. Yes. You know? Still. Yeah, yeah. Even even though she was giving people yeah, even cars so, and iPads and things like that. I listened to an incredible like podcast about the, d- uh, the production of that show uh-huh. through from its entire history. Yeah. And like its evolution. Um, they interview like all the producers of the show and no her. Sure. It's like a four episode podcast and it is incredible yeah. what it goes through and what she goes through and how she gets it to where it is and no how she gets to the level like of respect she gets to okay. in the industry yeah so it's really yeah. interesting I, it's weird f- as a i don't know how do i how do i say this i guess i guess this is one of the one of the, the safest and 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 most logical places is as just a white dude in america uh you didn't understand oprah's um effect on the black community ah. until you get you know until i got later in life until you know guys like kanye and all these people are like putting her at this esteem in in their songs in their art in their material the way they talk about her um it's just interesting because i you know i was i've never been part of the right, right. black community but in I america mean, even <laughs> just imagine the reach that here in south africa yeah. we were enormous fans of oprah mm-hmm. you know what i mean when we didn't know you know what we know is film and music yeah yeah and it's like the fact that millions of south africans were watching oprah every day yeah that's crazy is insane i don't how old are you i'm 35 35 so you're right i'm 35 in a couple weeks so you're right you're right in my zone i just i only asked to figure out from a reference point because i yeah that was like there was a point in oprah's career where we just didn't understand we were like i don't even remember why she's famous (laughs) i don't remember what what it what the thing is yeah um, but, but i mean um it's interesting i was watching last night the there was a thing with oprah running for president and my mom i was speaking to yeah, my mom she did a whole thing at the golden globes that i st- yes. because i'm here i haven't yes. caught up on anything yeah so my but my mom i was talking to my mom and my mom who is an israeli still there uh, no She's israeli here. living in south yeah. africa is like i miss oprah i miss her yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's you know great. what I mean? So yeah. the reach is immense. Yeah, yeah, that's it's great. It's immense. Nobody misses Trump. Yeah. You never heard anybody go, oh, I miss Trump. Yeah, well, no. yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that never happened. It's tough. Th- that, was the o- that was the other reason I thought right now is a good prime time to come to South Africa is because it's starting to get very difficult in the U.S. to even talk about politics, to talk about the presidency. Is and it just it's saturated? Like, no, nobody wants, nobody's, al- like, nobody's allowed to talk about it. Basically, like, if you even, like, I, I don't know if you saw, I have a joke that's about, it's relating the animal kingdom to the way yes, that we yes. relate uh, yes. as leaders. Could, yeah, yeah, And I don't even say anyone's uh, name. I yeah. don't even say a leader. I don't see who we're talking about. I just say president. Right. right. And when I do that in the U.S., everybody gets real anxious. Really? Because in, they, they don't want to have US, to talk it depend? about it. No, in Missouri, it's just a different reaction. So you do it in New York, and 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 the reaction is like, oh, I don't know if we want to broach into this because I don't know what side he's on. And then same thing in Missouri. So I I I try to be ambiguous about what side I'm on, so it doesn't get weird. So um, you're telling me in a place like New York, it's it the the opinion on him is divided. A little bit, yeah, really? because well, everybody has a everybody has an aunt or a parent that's in Missouri. Right? I don't know. I always wow. use Missouri as thing because right. I spent a lot like a, like a lot of last year. But um, where is Missouri? Or Iowa, whatever. It's just in the middle. Right, right. Uh, just not on the edges. Just in the, you know, it's yeah. like it's Limpopo. I don't know. It's like the best I could come <laughs> okay, up with. Got it. Um, yeah. The and, and so yeah, everybody kind of has somebody who's who's like supporting that guy or 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 in, and we just don't want to we just don't want to get into the fray because the people that are in New York that support Trump are like Intense. heavy about wow, it. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. thought it was like unanimous. That no, we just can't talk about it. Wow, it's sad. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like when we had H.W. Uh, uh, Bush. We the comedy wasn't about politics at all. Right. Uh, because we just ca- it was like it was it was too sad. That's so crazy. Yeah. I I imagine that in a place like New York, the opinion was heavily 
against. Well, it's so heavily against that it's not even a logical discussion. I was on right. a I was on a date with a girl who decided, and this turned into a joke for me, but but the, who decided that uh, she wouldn't even try to. I think she put on her profile, if you voted for Trump, please swipe left. And so I'm on this date, and I'm just trying to devil's advocate. Like, what if your job now is to, like, tell (laughs) these people, like, why they should be against Trump? Not to avoid them. Like, what what good is going to come from you avoiding them and not spreading your your opinion around? And even just, just trying to have devil's advocate discussion, she kept getting so enraged. And I had to keep reminding her. I was like, by the way, I did not vote for Trump. And then, you know, I had to reset. And it's just like, that was the last time we ever hung out. <laughs> like, we couldn't get past that situation. Wow. But I, I just wow. I just think that that's a crazy... It's very charged, It's basically. people that, that think that they're progressive and they're acting very regressively because they're cutting off the conversation. It's, it's that's very That's so strange. interesting because I was actually thinking about it and I was thinking, I think the mistake, the mistake we make... Even as liberal people, maybe in other countries, the mistake we make, and which is why everyone was so shocked when he got elected, is the same thing. Which is that w- I think that everyone thinks the way I'm thinking and yeah. is consuming what yeah. I'm consuming. Right. And in my world, especially in now, my, yeah, in my vision is oh, is one of everyone agrees with me. Yeah, especially and now. And, and this and this and this is an actually this is a really uh, uh, important point because that's what. Uh, and this is the thing that w- that we're all starting to get worried about with, you know, I guess we can tag it in with net neutrality, but more in the, in the idea that uh, every social media platform, everything that you're doing on your phone, everything that you're involved with is honing your world your in tighter and tighter and right, tighter right, right. and tighter, right? And it's even like the people that you hang out with. So like as a comedian, all I have is comedians post and they're all, obviously they're yes. not, you know, there's only six comedians that are for Trump and they go hard because they know it's, they can share an opinion and it actually works for them and it works for their career. But, you know, it just gets tighter and tighter and smaller and smaller. So you look into the air and you're like, of course, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course Trump's not going to win. Yeah. And then, it's, it I, makes it I, I don't know, I called a couple of my, my buddies because we had, we had done the road pretty uh, extensively that year and, and. And it was like we we just we like we like had that that check and we like called each other and we were like, I don't know. You remember those shows? Like, do you remember Iowa? Do you remember <laughs> Oklahoma? Do you remember New Mexico? Like, right, right, right. I don't know. You know, it's so interesting because in South Africa, we the thing is so clear. Yeah. The thing, like, yeah, we know who votes for who and why. Yeah. And it's very clear. Well, we have that. Um. We have that. Uh, you know what I think. You know what I think. It, it, the problem is, is every time. Well, he didn't fit in any real categories. Right. They, we took two guys and we crammed them into two categories. They right, didn't belong right, right. In. And then we let. Right. And then we let a guy who honestly probably would have sucked up a lot of the the doubt. Uh, a Bernie. Uh, we let him slip away. My grandfather, who is Republican through and through his whole life, uh, would have voted for Bernie in this past election, which wow, is, which I think is crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of other people would, but but you know Bernie let. Let himself get bullied and uh, all the things and booted and all. You got. There's no way that character can out, whatever in, in a in <laughs> right. in America. Right. In yeah, a place yeah, like yeah. America, yeah. there's just no way that guy could out shout those guys yeah, or whatever yeah. it is, whatever yeah, it takes. True. Right. Yeah. Well, my buddy Giannis, about it like at high school. Yeah. Like well, Giannis Papas had this had this great bit when Obama got elected. It was his bit was about how politics is a sport. And his, the joke was, right. was this analogy, of course, a lot of black guy in the game, like LeBron, whatever, like that's Obama is the LeBron of politics. Right. He's, he's, he's dribbling through his legs, he's right, dunking right, right, behind right. the back, all this stuff. Uh, but so, yeah, so for that, uh, Bernie is still just uh, what a, Jew, a Jewish white dude who's goofy <laughs> and has yeah. food on his face half yeah. the time. Of course, he's not going to win this sport. My favorite, 
my favorite joke that I remember from that time, like around the elections, I think, ah, I don't know if it was a Bill Mayer joke, but it was about, I, something ridiculous about Bernie, the way he gets ready to go out is he combs his hair with a balloon. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny, yeah. And that's such a throwaway one, but, the, but I know, sometimes those ones, they just stay. That is yeah, the one I remember really from that funny. entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. He combs his hair with a balloon. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it when it's like well, there's so much coming at us that sometimes we can't even attribute authorship to something like that. I remember there was there was one key point in my, in my life when I was like starting to be eno- studied enough as a comedian to know other people's uh, uh. source material or whatever and like kind of see what, where, where they've gone and try to avoid some of those paths maybe. Um or like not do the thing that the guy did perfect, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then that's when we, that's when we would be having these discussions, and we would be like, "Oh, remember Chris Rock's bit?" And then we'd realize it was a Chappelle bit, and it was like it was going hand in hand. And then we realized that like sometimes the things that we thought were Chris Rock, because we thought Chris Rock was the guy, right. was was Chappelle the whole time. Right. And then uh, and, and and that was like you know, and that was sort of in the in the Chappelle time off phase. Now, by the way, yeah. Everybody in America thinks Dave Chappelle came here and was here forever. The truth is he was here for a couple months. And right. Then he came home. He figured out some stuff. He actually. Do you know what year that was? It would have been. It would have been. It would have been right, right around when I got to New York. Because I remember I saw the I saw the tour without him. And which had, which would have had to have been 2004 ish. Okay. So I remember. Yeah, I remember. All, ever, I remember everybody I went to high school with sucking up the Chappelle show right when we got to college. So I was in college from 01 to 05. So right in that chunk. Right. Right. Um, so you weren't doing comedy then. No. Because you were same age as me. So you were yeah. in university yeah. or whatever. Exactly. Um, and it's interesting because I wonder. Even then was early days for the local comedy sure. scene, and the 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 guys who are like at the at the at the most experienced level of our scene now who are probably, yeah, probably uh, 40-ish, had started, they were then in the throes of the thing. Sure. So I wonder what they remember about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know I don't know if he even came and was trying to do comedy. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. I think he understood. I think we would have known. (laughs) Maybe. I think because it was even smaller then. The scene was even smaller then. Yeah. Well, I think maybe. Well, he was trying. I mean, the, the the theory was that he was trying to hide. But everyone in America thinks that he that he came here and he and he was here for years. And he yeah, that's not that's not what happened. I mean, he came back and he was doing shows. He was doing drop in shows. He was doing drop in seven hour sets right. all over the country uh, in these little comedy clubs all over the place and getting people bumped. And it was like it was actually starting to be a problem for right. for, for headliners because they were like, on the one hand they were like it's Chappelle, on the other yeah, hand they were like we've been working. I love comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is you know, um, but what I was gonna say was uh, he finally kind of admitted his his reasoning and in the in this last special yeah, I watched watched it, I have, yeah. uh and and this idea that i mean th- this is the thing that i it's super apparent to me that our countries are very similar in the way that we handled oh that's interesting uh racism the way we handled people uh, and you guys i feel like are getting are getting to an answer faster because we held we held out i mean you guys had something horrible happening yeah well we had a very lifetime. official recent yes confrontation with the thing yes you know what i mean yeah 94 was is recent yes and it was an official confrontation of the thing right because the thing was official right right you know what i mean by nature of the fact that apartheid was official the law was the law yeah and then it was outlawed yeah it there's a line in the sand and so it's not this murky business yeah it's like oh no this was a fuck up now it's over right and now deal with it right so what did Chappelle, chappelle said that that situation, what he learned was that situation, apartheid, should have been 
There should have been violence. Right. And right, crazy right. Yes. A lot, yeah, a lot of massacre people think at the end of it. But Tutu and Mandela and I can't remember who else. Listen, there's a lot of players. A lot uh, of players. Understood. Yeah how to handle the, the, the confrontation and, and to say that because this was a law, anybody involved with it isn't to blame personally. Except that he, Chappelle talks about the, actually the Truth and Reconciliation, Re Reconciliation Commission, which was a process whereby um, people came, like players in that, you know, like uh, people from the military, people from politics, they basically, the deal was you you say what it is that you did, you admit yeah. guilt yeah. for a certain level of immunity. Okay. But immunity wasn't Publicly. the only deal. Yeah. The deal was, you, you know, pe crimes were committed and people were not prosecuted for them. Yeah. And there was a lot of resentment. A lot of people think that that Truth and Reconciliation, uh, Re Reconciliation Commission was a total failure. Okay. Because in fact, but not enough was admitted but and not enough was compensated for. Sure. And so but it could have been so much worse. If well, it could have been no worse. It could have been civil war. Yeah. But some would say that, um, in which light is what of the happened with us, basically, like we, you know, we did right. all the things wrong, and then, and then we sort of had these like shady, dotted, uh, segregation, unspoken things yes, that were still yes, happening yes. for years. But it is, it, it we're not. It is still like that here, in sure. the sense that. Um, all of the things that black people at that time were dealing with, they're still dealing with now. Sure. And there hasn't I mean, been a lot shut of change. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to shut off. I did find it interesting because I didn't, I didn't do – the most research that I did was to try to figure out how the hell to get stage time here. So I didn't right, do so right, as right. much stage time about South Africa. This whole thing happened so fast. I found out like four weeks ago that I could even try to come here, and that's how all this right. sort of transpired. So um, the fact that I even got stage time is, is immaculate. How did but you even think no to come here? It's just been on. It's just been in my head for a place to go for a long time. Oh, okay, cool. um, I, okay. I, you know, it's just as it's as a, as an English-speaking place uh, that that has a scene. Right. I don't right, know. Right. It's okay, just been something it. I want to do, and right. I, it just for me, it's a it's like a um, it's a catharsis to find out whether or not what I talk about in the U.S. Uh, is universal. Right. 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 And thank God it is. Yeah, it seems like it is. Um, so what I was going to say was I didn't know. So Johannesburg is. Like ninety five percent black, and then I and then Pretoria is seventy five percent white. So I haven't been to Pretoria yet. Is Pretoria seventy five percent white? Based on the census, but this Listen, is you know we're this dealing, is almost we've got a country of like forty six million people, fifty yeah. million people, and I think maybe I think it's something like five percent are white. Yeah. So in the whole country. Yeah. However, so it, however so it plays out. So if that's true, know. and there's seventy five percent white people in Pretoria, I think that that's so. So that that does. I, I don't think there are, but maybe maybe it depends on what area. Yeah, I don't know. All I know, I looked yeah. up. So I looked at because I, I just was like, you know what? Let me just see. And yeah. I looked up. Right. I looked up. Uh, I didn't look up. Maybe they I looked, are. Up, looked at Johannesburg and then I looked at Pretoria, and I just thought I just thought it was insane. So I was like, I was like, I, I, I want to know the background on, on all that information. Right. But I mean, I think you would have to speak to somebody like uh, Nina Hasty. She's okay. a comedian, grew up in Pretoria. Yeah, and she knows a lot about Pretoria. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and and it's it is it is relevant because Pretoria is the official capital of the country. Okay. And where a lot of politics has gone down. Yeah. You know, so it's and it and it's it's very different to Johannesburg. It's very right. different and very Afrikaans, so it would make sense that it's white. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I yeah. don't know about numbers. Yeah, I really have no idea. Like that's a huge surprise to me. Yeah. It was a surprise to me, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that it would be, especially that it would be so... Um, so extreme. Yeah, on level. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, so it's another another thing to explore. Um, yeah, definitely. 
I can't. Yeah. Uh, I can't talk about it because I actually don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so the other thing. So I suppose. So what else? So I'm gonna go to Lumpopo. Yeah. Um, people were I've trying to explain to, to me. You never been? No. People were trying to. Say it's four and a half hours yeah. north. People were trying to say to me that basically it would be the Iowa or let's use Missouri right, again right, 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 of, okay. of South Africa. So I don't know. That's so funny. But then that'll be the next step of like really because that, because that's the first step is like okay you're funny in New York are you funny in Iowa. <laughs> are you funny in South Africa? Are you funny are in you Limpopo? Are you funny in the Iowa? In Limpopo, I don't even know Iowa who's funny in Limpopo. <laughs> I have no idea who's funny in Well, Limpopo. people, uh, the people that have gone, the people that are here, basically they just go, look, the people there are so grateful yeah. for the entertainment, the right. fact that it, that it is Limpopo, which is, it's just, I don't know, it's yeah, more... Yeah, it happens in small towns a lot in South Africa. It's like a, I don't know, would you call it the suburbs? What do you even call it? You just call it a small town? Like, I don't know how you refer to that. Um, I mean, it's a city. Yeah. But, but we just call everything that's not New York City. We just call it the suburbs. That's kind of like oh no 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 life. no. If it's not you know no because Chicago, within St. every Louis. place there will be like an urban area yeah. and a and a suburb. It, it, we definitely don't call it that. Okay. Yeah, it'll have it'll be. There's a lot of thing. arrogance, especially like New York. Like New York people that are in New York City, grew up in New York City, they just go everything is Iowa. Like that's literally if you drive four minutes, right, right, right. ten minutes, twenty five hours, it's Iowa. I mean, it is it's like that to an extent, but the places do have their own personality. Yeah. Individually. There are large swaths of land that people are like, oh, that's the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but it still breaks down into different unique things, on like the eastern and western sides of okay. the country, and the, you know, uh, you know, it really depends, okay. and it shifts a lot. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm trying to get the whole experience. Yeah, I you're doing it. A you're bunch of you guys are trying to convince me to go to Cape Town. Yeah. There's some stuff in Cape Town, but it's far. Yeah, Cape Town's like another planet. And then people described Cape Town to me, and they were like, oh, there's like European girls, and there's <laughs> like, and it's like this, it's like this beach thing, and I was like. No, that doesn't sound like what I want to do in no, South Cape Africa. Cape Town is, um, firstly, the most beautiful place, one of the most beautiful places you'll ever see. Yeah. And that's the that's its main thing. Okay. It is the mo one of the most majestic landscapes you will ever see. Shit, now I, I just so canceled. <laughs> so forget the, if you're talking <coughs> about why people go in the first place, yeah. it is unbelievably beautiful. You will see things like, you won't see a landscape like that anywhere. It is constantly taking your breath away. That's the one thing. Okay. It is also coupled with a very um, sort of different mentality to Johannesburg. Okay. It's it's slower. It has the the sort of things that a beach city will have, sure. which is it is slower in pace, but it also is incredibly. Um, it's like a little. P often we refer to it as like it's a little Europe. It's like the Europe of South Africa. Yeah. It's very white. If you are. In the in the places that you will end up in, it's very white. Okay. And and so it, uh, well, <laughs> take it how you take it. <laughs> it's it's because the places where the places where you'll want to be are majority white, and it's very so it's it's much more divided in that sense. Okay. And I think if you the moment you see that, yeah. it's very hard to to just be like okay with it. Okay. You know what I mean? But it's it's still it's still something to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this I figure a small goal in comedy is always when you play a place, you just want to be asked back. Yes. So in my head, I figure tackle Johannesburg this trip. Right. Next trip, when I know everything's running, when I know that Sunday club's running, when I know I can, when I know enough people that I can stack all the stuff that I'm doing over three weeks here, yeah. it looks like I can do that in one week. But it's great that you're doing Johannesburg. It is a more developed scene. Yeah. And the thing that will happen to you when you go to Cape Town. Yeah. As a comic, you will learn very quickly about the culture and how, you know, 
the things that I'm saying will be you 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 will have figured out very quickly once you were there. Okay. I wouldn't have needed to tell you. You would have yeah. been like, oh, okay. You would have sussed it out in yeah. in a day. So you know? it, well, they said so they said lots of stage time in Cape Town, uh, but maybe it, maybe they're they're like they're sort of like smaller shows, bar shows. Smaller shows. Less. I, I was there now. I was there for the last until New Year's Eve. I okay. was there for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. Because I went to a wedding, but then I decided to stay there because. Over this period, there's m- uh, over the like Christmas period, there's yeah. much more gigs there than there are here. Yeah, because they've got the audience because so many people go it's there. It's a tourism place. Yeah, so they keep their gigs going much longer yeah. than we than we do because Johannesburg empties out very quickly. Right. So, I did. I must have done a gig almost every night for two yeah, weeks and said, not yeah. get paid. But it is to do with the fact that I'm still, I guess, open mic ish. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Even some of the some of the bigger people that, yeah. that are here that, that were headlining all these clubs. Yeah, yeah. They said you don't go to Cape Town for money. That. You, know, you, you don't, don't go don't. for money. But you do get a lot of gigs, and it is it's um, a lot of stage time. A lot of stage time, and they get rooms full. It's so interesting. I don't yeah. know how they do it, but they do. Interesting. Well, yeah. somebody's got to be making money. It's weird they don't pay the comics. But yeah. That's that's a, that's, a, that's a worldwide trend. Not it is. It's comics. weird. I arrived on the on the night. I arrived there. I went straight to a gig. It was full. Yeah. And. I did not understand why I didn't get paid. Yeah. And and right. I didn't actually go into it because I was preoccupied and I was like just there to do the gigs and right, I've got right, this right. mentality of like I because I've been my only priority is to just do as many gigs yeah. as possible um to get the experience but it's gotten it, it now is getting to the stage where it's like actually actually I I wasn't an open micer at yeah. that gig. Yeah, right. I did like what it almost a 15 minute yeah. set and it I was good th- you know like yeah, i had a thing once where uh where somebody like pulled me to the side and they said my name to me right they said hey are you so and so uh and i said yeah and they said i got this show uh down the street do you want to come close it and i was like yeah that'd be great i go there uh it's packed the people on the show uh have less experience than me right i can tell because I've, I've never met them and kind of what's happening on stage i go on I have a great set. Uh, I know that they're that the people in the room that are that's packed out paid ten or twenty. I think it's twenty dollars. Uh, and they're like, "Okay, thanks. Would you like a, a a drink?" And I was like, "No, I'm good." And then just nothing. And then they were like, "Oh, we'd like to, we'd love to work with you again." And it's just like, "Why but would I want to work with you?" Why again? do we Why do we not go? Actually, you know, I'd like to get paid. Yeah. You know, yeah. why am I not getting is paid? There no, is there no it's money? H- why does it feel hard to say that yeah. or to, you know? You know, you don't want to be a dick. It's so dumb. Here, I, I feel like here in the smaller scene, it might it might even behoove you to do it. Um, but in New York, it's like they could just pick anybody else any other right, time. Right, right, and right. It was, you know, when I, you know, I had fun. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't lose anything. I didn't have any expenses to do the game. I mean, you know, it's a, you yeah, rationalize yeah, yeah. all this shit. Yeah. But well, me like as a, as paid, a sort of right. a new comic, I'm always surprised when I get paid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I've gotten used to the mentality of oh I don't get paid for this thing. Yeah, that was my favorite moment. It was when they started when you started getting paid and you looked at the money that they gave you and in your head you're going I can't believe they just paid me. Yeah. I would do this for free. <laughs> and also we continue at all levels if I look at the comics around me. Yeah. So I'm and one of the benefits of being in a small scene is that um I think one of the reasons I've managed to grow quickly is because I, I've been doing this for like just over 2 years okay. now. And 
I've had the benefit of, because it's such a small scene, I'm constantly exposed to comedians who are much better than me. Yeah. I'm always on a lineup with them. Yeah. I'm, on a, I'm on a lineup regularly with comedians who are established acts in this yeah. country. And th those are the people who I'm being exposed to and whose level I'm That's trying to compete with. You know? I was, we were talking about, I was talking about Eric, Eric Jansen. Yes, was yes. Th there is something to be said to have someone who's up here in the scene you need a LeBron so that you can look at it and go, okay, yes. uh, either I can do that or I yes. can't. And we have a and heavy have lifter on ev at every gig. Yeah. 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 If you look like last night here, we have uh, Loisa Madinga. He's, he's a beast. And he's, exactly. And that's Incredible. who he was I... Just do, he was just like new stuff. Yes. And he was crushing. And that's that's who I'm who I see here every week, every yeah. Monday. Yeah. Every Monday I get an opportunity to say to him, what do you think of this gag? And yeah. he will say to me, oh, do this, do... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the level of exposure that I'm getting. Right. Immediately. Right. Yeah, Whereas yeah basically. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. From day so one, in, yeah, I was so getting that. In, yeah, and then in New York, you get a little bit of that because there'll be the guy that'll come on. You know that those guys are there, but yeah, you're not... You you don't... There's not the interaction maybe on that level. Yeah. Like, like uh, you know, if... I don't know, uh, Kurt Metzger walked into an open mic. He's not just going to talk to all the right, open Right, mic, right, you know right, I mean? right. So and I mean, uh, the guys here won't always, but it depends. It depends. Like, I guess for me, it's a little different because I've been a, like a comedy writer. Yeah. Before I started doing this, I was in the comedy scene, okay. just not as a comedian. Yeah. And so I do know a lot of the acts. Sure. Um, especially, the, especially the established acts because when I was starting to write, they were like sort of just getting into their careers. Okay. And so I know a lot of them and yeah, it makes yeah, a difference yeah. for me. But I do see their interaction the interaction anyway with the younger comics who don't have that. Yeah. You but know? just being small just being small enough to have the access is Yeah, you're exactly you've got access, you're exposed. It's like the you know, what a, if I, I just keep using the because it's the most universal one I can think of, but it's like it would be like uh, if you could just shoot hoops with LeBron in your yeah. high school. <laughs> you know, just a, you know, what just the the one day, the Monday. Exactly. And even if he doesn't interact with you, you get to see what that is, and you have something to to aspire to. So sometimes you go to a scene where there was a guy who was great, and then he left. He went. He moved to New York. He moved to Chicago. Moved to L.A. Right. You're in. You're in the middle of Albuquerque, and all of a sudden there's there's uh, there's nobody that's that's pushing the talent to a to right. And I, I'm not I'm not using Albuquerque specifically, but uh, but th you know there's nobody th that that pushes the, the the talent to another level because they have nothing to aspire to, and so it sort of levels out. Yes. And I've seen it across the country, so it's, it's kind of interesting. So here. You guys have just, yeah, just, we have it. just so we'll hard, just so many I hard was, workers. When I was starting, like on day one, I'm exposed to such a variety of experience yeah. that, you know, at the top could be Luis Ogola, you know, or John Flismus on a show who are like super experienced and successful comics in this country and, uh, you know, internationally now. And then the guys who were just hitting their stride yeah. when I started two years ago. So you get exposed to these people immediately. Yeah. And if you're b taking it seriously, in that first year, if you're there, if you're at every gig, they will start giving you attention and giving yeah. you their time. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're there for a few weeks, yeah, they might ignore you and not talk to you. Sure. If you're there for a year, then they'll be like, oh, I s they see your growth. Yeah. And then they'll contribute. Yeah. And she's like, well, she's, gonna s she's staying in this. Yeah. Because yeah, no nobody wants to invest if, like, yeah, you because well, you know, well, because you know at the beginning how, how, how soul sucking it is. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's both. Incredible! It's the first time you've heard people laugh, you know. Yeah. With you, the whole thing is crazy. Uh, like in a massive scale, uh, but then there's also that moment where you just like this is this is awful. Yeah. Because the low is I, equal to the high at all levels. I have I've but I have learned to, for now for me 
I've like it all levels out for me. So yeah. last well, there's, night, well, but there's a toughness, and so some people don't have it. But so the point you're making is like a year in, they they're like, oh, she's got the toughness. She's staying. She's in this. Yes, yes. She's doing yes, this. Yes. And now two years in, it's gotten to a point where I'm 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 hitting a kind of frustration because my 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 act is inconsistent. Sure. So now so I'm you have, you, to have you have you have high points and low points. Yes. You mean? So li li I mean like. I'll kill at one gig. Right. Kill three nights in a row. Yeah. Tank the next night. And you don't know why. And I and I, I'm st trying to figure out why yeah. desperately. Yeah. You know what is the difference? And I know that it is. It's somewhere it's in. It's not in the jokes. It's, it's you. me. Yeah. So it's. It's you how know? you're doing it. You could be in that moment and like you. So you, I don't know. I, it happened to me a little bit. Uh, I I read the crowd on. I didn't know what to do. So Friday I did uh, everything. I did right. I, I did a spread of what it could be and I had a fantastic set. And then I decided that because this part of the act, which was the you know, the end of the, the show, which is where it should have been, it was up here. I was like, let me extend that part, and then it'll even be up higher. And instead, what happened was it ended up sort of like teetering, and so I had too much of one topic. And right. so for me, the set just didn't match up to Friday. Still had a great set, but didn't match up to Friday. So for me, Saturday just felt a little bit, um, I don't know, it felt like 75%. Right, right, right. And... Um, but it's like a lot of times you'll just be in the in the thing, or you'll be in the middle of the joke, or you're trying to get to the next one, or, or even the one that you that you don't want to tell. Yeah. Now you're telling <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. And the crowd doesn't. They don't know. Yeah. But they know. Because you know. Yeah. So and they you can only, feel what you know. Yeah. So yeah. you're only giving them. You're only giving them eighty percent. They're gonna. Yeah, absolutely. So. So the, I mean, I, I've gotten past a lot of stuff that I, problems that I had in the beginning, which is like in the beginning. If I start, if I started with something and then something didn't go well, I could never recover. Right? Yeah, you're like you're it trying to figure out how to like. Yeah. Now, now I know that I can. Th every moment is an opportunity to just redeem yourself. Yeah. You know. Well, you but also well you have every to moment keep. is there is an opportunity to fail. Right. So it's right. like I'm but learning those things and also learning to do longer sets. Yeah. That's the sort of trick of uh, getting into this stage now. Yeah. I'm no longer doing five. Well, six, what's seven great about minutes. a longer set is is your credibility continues. Short set. You don't have time. You don't get any credibility. Yeah. You get nothing. Yes. Yes. You walk on stage, and you got to immediately be funny. There's no. You can't. You can't show a crack. And if you show a weakness, the, the yeah. audience exploits it. So you have to not do that. And then, uh, you know, over the years, the guys that I that I thought were were really incredible were the guys that uh, once th once they once they understood that they're funny, once they understood that they knew how to kill, uh, that is always in their heart. Right. right. So then they're on stage, and even if something's not going how they know it could go, they just ha they just sit there. They stay in the moment. Yes. Yes. And and depending on the guy, some guys will um, they'll say less because the less you say, the, the more the audience will listen. And so he they're basically training the audience and forcing the audience to be on their side right. because they they're like, look, I'm good I'm at sure that. about I this. I know that I'm good at this. Mm. You're not gonna knock me off my game. Yes. And so, so I you I see that in It's interesting because that's what I'm dealing with now. And I saw you guys having that conversation I have uh, after Saturday it. night where they, they, that, that was basically the crux uh, of the conversation yes, was yes. this confidence that, like, you know you can do it. Yes. Stay in the pocket. And then even in that conversation, you know, you, there was the, you were teetering on this. Like, I don't, you know, like, I can't have so-and-so's confidence. He's been doing it for so long. Yes. I've only been doing it. But it's like you, you also can't have that doubt sitting no, in the back No, that's of your the whole thing is, like, even on stage now, I get glimpses yeah. where I'm like, oh, wait a minute. If I had another five minutes here, I can start seeing myself win these people yeah. back. If I've if I've gone astray, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm starting to see what's possible. Sure, but I'm I'm still not quite there. Yeah. And and well, you know, well, all that all that really happens is eventually you you um 
so there's like a weird arc, right? So you're two years in, so then eventually you're just going to start doing the stuff that you know is going to kill. And then and you start and you start to kind of like uh, minimize some of the stuff that's a little bit more challenging right. because maybe you don't know uh, exactly the the way that the audience perceives it. You don't know why it's not working. There's some there's some heavy stuff. That's just going to stay in your mind. There's going to be a joke that like I have a joke from 6 years ago that I just now got to work you know so <laughs> right, it's like you right, just right. every couple of years you try it right. and 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 you have new tools because you're getting better yes, at exactly, the skill every year exactly. and so what happens is you, you kind of level off on the on the on, on what you're on challenging the audience and then once you feel confident about your ability no matter what then you start challenging again and then right. and then and then the skill level goes up and the and the ability and the things you talk about get get deeper and harder and right right, right. so that's, that's the thing is like my that's the arc my uh, struggle is that I try to talk about those things now. Yeah. And and I know from when I started is that there were some gags I did right in the beginning that didn't work. Yeah. And I left them. And when I got back to them two years later, I was like, oh, now I can do that Boom. joke. You know? Exactly. But that's, the, it's, that's the thing. But it, it, there's so much happening all at once. And to get to a level of consistency where it's like you're a sure thing is, I guess, is the goal. You're never, but you're, here's the thing. You're never. Well. All of those guys bomb. They yeah, they do, and I've listen. I've seen enough yeah. that I know what goes on. Yeah. When I say a sure thing, I mean their level of bombing. Yeah. Yep. Is hi- is higher. Yeah. You know what I mean? What they consider a bomb for themselves right. is not what I consider a bomb for right, myself. Right. A guy will come off stage and be like, "Oh, that was terrible," and I'll be like, "Where? How was it terrible?" Right. But it's <laughs> terrible for him. Right. Right. And that's what that's what happens. Is like your level. Yeah, you know what's relative. It's, it's relative time. to you. You just remark yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I see. I know, like the guys who are consistent, their level is just much higher. Yeah. Even at their on their worst night, they're yeah. still doing okay. Yeah, they're never you know? they're never losing the room. No. Yeah. No, and that's what I mean by the sure thing. I don't mean like you could never bomb, but what is a bomb to you? Right. You know. Yeah. There are guys. There are guys that I've seen over the years that the the ones that really want to challenge uh, an audience and really talk about things that that are heavy hitting. Those are guys that sometimes will almost go out of their way to alienate the crowd. Right, 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 and then try to. But not on like not necessarily on purpose, but like more like like they want to get to that next the Morpheus the Neo <laughs> level. Yeah. And they and it's not there that night or whatever. There's some, what something about it isn't there, and and, and they like. Uh, resent it, and so then they they'll like they'll alienate the crowd against them. And right. So there's, the, there's those moments. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, get it. I get it. It's, and it's interesting to watch. Like yeah. I like I like, and there's yeah, there's different kinds of comedians. There are ones that are like, there are ones that don't have. They're great comics, and they've got the all the chops and the experience and the jokes, but you put them in a certain kind of room, and they they can't adjust to the room. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I find that happens sometimes. They're sure. they're at a very high level. They're used to doing very well, but yeah. sometimes they can't adjust themselves. And then there are comics who are like It's fish, a thing. It's, it's sometimes, you know, and and, and and I think Robbie Collins said it. It's like sometimes you go in and you're like, obviously I got this, and then you go in too you go in like like too headstrong. Yeah. And then the audience immediately knocks you off your feet and you go, we don't fucking know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. might you might be the greatest, but we don't fucking know you. And they knock you on your ass and then you got to recover again. And that well, that's what's great about comedy. And, and it's you, interesting you don't to see get, that... You don't get, um, like, 
immediate credibility. You don't, and you don't even get uh, 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 invested credibility yes. from the past. Yes, yes, absolutely. Every new live show, these people assume you're, you're nothing. Even especially like, especially if you're like a, a, a you know, a very well-known act. Yeah. If you're super famous, yes, you get the credit up front. Yeah. So, but you still have to prove yourself. But then, at some point, you have to prove yourself yeah. because you're only being compared to you. Yeah, there nobody's was, there sitting was a there going in the, in the audience, going, "Oh, this guy, you know, watching Chappelle and going, oh, that joke isn't as good as as Chris Rock's joke.' Right, right. He's they're just comparing him to previous Chappelle. Right. You know. Right. Well, and but there was a period, especially where where you I don't know. There's like lots of ways into this industry, and and, and sometimes you can get in uh, just being a, a famous face and things like that. Yeah. So there was a period of time where I remember where uh, the I don't know. I maybe maybe audience IQ or not. Maybe just because of where I was in my life and I was like the people I was hanging out with. But there was like a, a level of scrutiny to people that were kind of famous and that were being able to get these opportunities that maybe they shouldn't have. And there was people that were they were they were loving being like, oh that guy, oh no, he sucks. Yeah. Like he's famous, but he sucks <laughs> right, at comedy. Right, right. And that was and there was something great about that. Um, but then there is that other there is that other arc where when you're in a room and 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 a, and a guy like when Trevor Noah walks in, the amount of respect that he's going to get, the amount of the amount of leeway that he's going to get from the audience is way greater than Absolutely. what we'll ever get. Um, but but so he does. Like but he can't. But he can't bomb. He's still got. He's still got to go in. Yeah. And he's still got to give the. But just the awe of them looking. Oh, and even he, I think even he spoke about that when he was here. So he performed at Goliath. Yeah, yeah. Heard and the story, he performed yeah. on the Sunday night. Yeah. At the box. Right. Uh, unannounced. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I don't remember who it was that told me that he said to them that it was just like, he was just confronted with the, can we, like, he was just like, can we just get past the awe? Right, right. You right, know, like, right. because I was there that night at, at the, at, on both those shows. And I walked in and he had just started his set and you could just see, you could hear a pin drop in that yeah, room. Yeah. They were just like. And then what, and what people say is, is sometimes you can't even get like a fair read on the crowd. Yeah. Because they're just so happy that it's you. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like sometimes the, the level of, of art suffers because the crowd is just happy with everything. And so they're not even being critical. Yeah, totally. You know, they're not going to, like if they're, if they're in awe of Trevor Noah, they're not just going to, you know, look. Yeah, at I don't it. know about that one. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry, yeah, Trevor. they're in. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me the next Tell one. Tell us more. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, listen, uh, it's, it, we, we've been on this thing 45 minutes. I, I, I think there's a shelf life to everything. Comedy's about 90 minutes. I think people only want to listen to us talk for about 45. So, uh, <laughs> I'd be amazed if this is if they would even want to listen as long yeah, as this. Yeah, they, they tuned out like a long time yeah. ago. Uh, so plug plug your stuff, whatever you have, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I guess you guys, don't, you guys don't care about Snapchat here? No, I feel like You're we're... I don't know. We're old or something. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I'm glad you were saying it because I, I was about to tell you that you were 35, which yeah, is no, thank you. I'm well aware. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried Snapchat; it was great, but then the Insta stories started. And no, I but even but I even like the 20, 22 year old dudes in in South Africa, they're just like, yeah, I don't get it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it's why? But the teenagers in South Africa get it. Okay. Well, time. and then and then everybody 20 to 30, may, and then into 40 if you're a comedian, in the U.S. is like obsessed with that. That's so interesting. Yeah. We don't have that at all. Sorry. So, yeah, plus, so, plus, so plus um, your name. I am Gillog at G-I-L-L-O-G on Instagram and on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And cool. it's Gilly after G-I-L-L-I. Surname is A-P-T-E-R. Cool. And this is the Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour podcast. We're on uh, Google Play, in, um, iTunes Store. Oh, wait. I have a podcast, apps. too. You have a podcast? Yeah. Plug it's called that. Getting to Know Jew. Oh. And you it's only about... You only do Jews? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
what it is is me and my friend Ryan, who's my writing partner, yeah. comedy writing partner for many years. He lives in Australia now, and he's obsessed with Jewish culture. Okay. And the idea he's not behind Jewish? no, no, he's not Jewish. But he, the the idea behind the podcast is that he asks ignorant questions that he feels people would be too afraid to ask Jewish people. Okay, I kind of like that. It's kind of like stereotypes. Like and seriously, like that. explain to me the dreidel. No, no, like that maybe we could. That could be a great episode, <laughs> maybe. But no, because <laughs> I don't even think people know what that is. Right. Basic <laughs> stereotypes that you're embarrassed to ask about. Oh. Like, okay, so what's the deal with the Jews and the money thing? What what oh. really is going on there? Okay. You know, and yeah, what, yeah, yeah. you know, like what's your, how do Jews in South Africa feel about Israel? Or yeah, how, yeah, do, yeah. you know, like stuff that people are afraid to ask because it might come off as dicks or whatever it is. So or Ignorant or racist yeah. or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, so we make a space for that to be like, yeah. okay, ask the question. The the thing that I found the most interesting, I, I met a, a whole crew of, of Jewish people when I first got to university. My whole floor was just, like I, I had so little interaction with Jewish people that I thought the kid across the hall from me, his name was Feldman, but I thought, the kid across the hall, I thought he was Italian. Like I was like, really? I, was like I was like, yeah, he's, he's, he's wearing a, he's wearing like a tank top. He's got chest hair. He, he looked like me. I was like, oh, this guy. I was like, I like this guy. This guy's Italian. It's like almost me. like we're all the same. Yeah. Well, <laughs> aww. aww. Um, but the thing that I found the most interesting is that it, it, uh, is that immediately you find out that 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 Jews sort of identify more like a race than a religion. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's that's. So that's cool. So, getting, so to know sorry, Jew. getting to know Jew. Yeah, and it's and that's on wherever iTunes, you all get stuff. It's cool. all on the things. Yeah. Uh, awesome. We'll yeah. check that out. Uh, Thank you so much. This was great. Gail, you've been incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, check her out on the web. She's very funny. Uh, and, and check out this South Africa scene. As much as I want it to be a secret, uh, the comedians out here are fantastic. Uh, so do the research. It's very fun. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Come visit us. Uh, and yeah, come to Cape Town. It's the greatest thing on earth. <laughs>